Hello you. So in this particular episode, we're going to be looking at LinkedIn versus Facebook. Uh, it's a very, very um, popular query for freelancers, speakers, consultants and coaches alike. So I just wanted to take some time to, to cover it because um, I have a, I probably I can call it an advanced understanding of the two platforms. Um, so I just wanted to share my knowledge um, with the hope of giving you value so that you can make up your mind as to whether you want to use one or the other or even both. One of the reasons why it's so popular is because um, a lot of businesses use um, these platforms to find clients or customers. So depending on your particular niche, um, one platform will be more suitable for your particular um, business compared to the other. Uh, both platforms can yield results, uh, but it really depends on um, your approach. Some would say that um, Facebook is more business to business, sorry, business to consumer, and LinkedIn is more business to business. But I've uh, equally found business um, on both platforms in a business to business capacity. Um, if you, you know, are in any of the categories like a blogger, entrepreneur, speaker or coach, some questions that you need to be asking yourselves is um, if you've ever been pitched for business on either, either of these platforms. You might be new to the whole uh, arena of um, entrepreneurship. But just ask yourself that question. So if you have a Facebook profile and you particularly belong to a particular group, for example, or you just have a Facebook profile and someone approaches you and wants to sell you something, how would that make you feel? Equally the same with LinkedIn. If someone would approach you and, um, you know, in a cold email, what, how would you feel? How would you... I guess, you know, do you feel comfortable? Do you think it's a good idea? So depending on your, the answer to that particular question for both platforms, you would know which one you'd feel more comfortable pitching to, to your prospective clients. And of course, getting into business is getting out of your comfort zone. Um, so that's one thing you need to consider in the whole equation. Um, so let's take a look at each one in turn. Um, so you can discover the similarities and differences uh, and investigate, investigate which one will give you a higher return on your investment. All right, so let's take a, a small little window peeping into the whole area of LinkedIn statistics. Um, so before we, you know, obviously take that one I, I covered the statistics for Facebook in my last episode so you may want to one listen to that one but in this one I'm focusing mainly on LinkedIn statistics because I didn't want to repeat the same information I gave uh, in the previous episode so when you look at LinkedIn uh, in terms of number of LinkedIn members this is not active users now this is just um, uh, members um, actually, before I go into the members, 
just in case you're brand new to LinkedIn and you have never heard the name before, uh, LinkedIn is a social media platform that's geared towards business networking. Um, some people use it as an online resume. Um, others use it to just build their brand. And uh, on LinkedIn itself, obviously, there's a, a section for companies to display and showcase who they are um, with a view to attracting prospects, investors, and even um, new employees. All right. Okay, so let's get into the statistics now. I have included a graph in the show notes showing you the number of members um, from the first quarter 2009 to the third quarter 20, 2016. And you can see there it started off at uh, 37 million. And uh, as of two years ago, uh, it has risen to 467 million members. Which, when you think about it in the broad scheme of things, is a lot. Um, as of now, LinkedIn has over 500 million members. Um, in terms of monthly active users, there are over 250 million active users on LinkedIn every single month. And this should give you some assurance as to whether or not you'd like to pitch your business on here, um, simply because you can see that it's an active community of people who are business, business decision makers, basically. Um, in terms of the actual structure itself, um, like I mentioned, obviously you have your own profile that you create, and mainly your profile consists of different sections. Um, but before I go into that, uh, companies, for example, if you're from the company level, companies are encouraged to create their own company page, um, which outlines the employee size, website address, physical address, um, and each employee of the company then creates their particular profile um, and associates themselves to that particular company. Uh, for larger enterprises, they may have um, a page for each office, especially um, if they're quite big, or they might just have one page. Um, especially if the offices uh, have different names. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of one of those, but I can't think of one right now. So every employee, including the likes of the CEO or the MD, is given the option to lay out their profile. And when you look at the layout provided um, as a template um, from LinkedIn, in other words, you can't really change um, the template given to um, each user by LinkedIn. It is very unlike your Facebook page, or sorry, your Facebook profile. Your Facebook profile, you put your name, you tend to put what area you're located in, your um, date of birth, um, your interests, um, you know, stuff more, very, very personal. You can highlight who your cousins are and, and siblings and all that. Uh, whereas with LinkedIn, you have the option then to put, um, you know, stuff like your headline, like what are you about? When people see that headline, you should you should actually be able to know um, it's about your all about your personal brand on LinkedIn. So it gets away from the fun and happy, giggly sort of platform like Facebook and into a more serious affair. Um, and the areas that are provided as standard by LinkedIn is your headline, 
your summary, so just a summary of who you are and what your brand is about, your experience, your past and present experience in terms of your roles, company roles, your education, volunteer experience, uh, any sort of skills and endorsements, recommendations, accomplishments, and interests. So interest is in there as well, but with interest, they, t- they give you a list to choose from, as opposed to you coming up and saying, well, you come up with some sort of really um, odd thing, like I'm interested in um, mint chocolate desserts or something like that. This is more of a serious thing, like people who you like to follow um, and, and that kind of thing. So if you're interested in uh, social media marketing or, you know, it's more of a business interest as opposed to anything else. So it's pretty straightforward, as you can see. Um, uh, you do have the option then to complete it all or just do some of it because I know some people's profile, they only have headline, summary, interest. That's it. They don't, you don't have to complete all. But the secret to getting successful on LinkedIn is to complete as much as possible. The more complete your profile is, the the higher the chances of it coming up in the searches when people search for something that you know you offer. If you do need help optimizing your LinkedIn profile, I do offer a LinkedIn makeover service. Um, you can follow the link there on the show notes. So the whole idea, like I mentioned, is um, to build your brand. Um, and there are six ways to build your brand using opportunities or avenues available on LinkedIn. Um, I guess you can kind of build your brand on Facebook as well, but not really because it's all about your personal profile. You can build your brand probably via a Facebook page. So it's, this is all about your personal brand and you can set up, a, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? You can set up your Facebook page to reflect your personal brand. So instead of having it listed as a blogger or a company, you can set up yourself as a public figure on Facebook. Um, yeah, that's the sort of equivalent on Facebook that's available. So the six ways that you can use to build that brand on LinkedIn is by writing articles, contributing to um, posts. So you can create a post. I know articles and posts on LinkedIn gets a lot of people confused. So articles tend to be 2,000 words long, 1,500 to 2,000 words long, where a, a post it's just a short summary with an image attached to it um, that ends up in the feed. Articles end up in the feed, but you have to click through and, and view more, whereas the post is the post. You don't have to click through to another area to see that particular post. Um, you do have the ability then, obviously, to post uh, videos with a little short summary. You each with other people's content. Uh, you can join groups. You can also build a tribe of followers on LinkedIn. So writing articles, like I said, it's um, about 1,500 to 2,000 uh, words long. You would include a series of images and video just to um, help the user to have a better experience and to stay longer on your article and to share it with other friends. I have a screenshot um, example of my most popular article on LinkedIn. It is entitled uh, Why Do Women Wear Sexy Shoes? I have a part one and a part two. And um, the whole idea here is with LinkedIn, you don't want to put too many 
articles that your followers wouldn't enjoy. You want to put something that is quite generic, not too, too niche, like scientific or anything like that. But you want to put something out there that would encourage people to engage with your content. Uh, then we have, as I mentioned, LinkedIn posts. It's just a short description, but the most important thing is that you include an engaging image. Um, I do have a, uh, what do you call it? A, bit of a chart outlining the frequency of LinkedIn use among mobile users in the United States, the second quarter of 2017. And you'd see that over 25% um, of mobile users in the United States would use LinkedIn several times a week. It just goes to show you that a lot of users use it, use LinkedIn from a mobile device. Uh, and you know, content has to be cons um, mobile friendly for it to be consumed by these users. It's a text plus an image. You could also put a just a um, text only because I see I've seen uh, posts with only text. But if you're new to the platform, you want to put images and then the more popular, more followers you have, the more inf influence you have over your, your followers, um, they would tend to engage with just a plain, simple text. You can, like I mentioned before, you can also upload a video. Obviously, a video is a fast moving bullet train for a better word, where um, more and more people are using uh, video to market their products and services because people are more engaged with video. You can also join groups. Um, so there are over 1 million groups actually, believe it or not, um, on LinkedIn. I think it's probably closer to uh, 2 million, but let's leave it there for now. Uh, which means you should at least find one group that you can join, maybe 10. And you are also very welcome to create your own group if you know how to build your group on, on uh, LinkedIn. Um, some of the groups are dying. Some continue to be quite active. One of my, one of the groups I belong to, I can't even call it my favorite group, but I, I belong to over 50 groups on uh, LinkedIn. One of the groups I belong to is called Social Media Marketing and there are over 1.8 million members. I have included a screenshot of that group there in the show notes, so do, do take a look if you want to be curious and want to see what it's all about. Um, and people are in that particular group are always asking questions, gleaning feedback. And these questions are quite pertinent, you know, really everyday pertinent questions. And of course, members in the group will get a chance to respond to these questions. So one such popular question was, is social media a must in order for a business to grow in today's markets? And you can see from the screenshot there, they had over 242 likes and 26 comments. This was posted uh, just over three days ago. Right. I just wanted to highlight some very interesting groups because you might be thinking of oh, social media marketing. That's just a straightforward one. I'm in the sewing niche or I'm in the antique DIY um, renovation, renovation. Um, repair, let's repair, restoration, sorry, antique restoration niche, or I am in, you know, just think of any sort of obs obscure ones. Um, first, I just want to highlight, and you also think it's business only between nine to five, etc. I want to highlight two um, groups that's different from the rest. The first group, um, it's very interesting and very pragmatic. It's called the After Work Network Group. 
There are over 154,000 members. It's specifically geared towards users in um, in North America, as in the USA, and it's very active uh, group as well. Um, the next group I wanted to highlight is one called the Rugby Business Network. I know the first time I saw it, I thought, what does that mean? And the good thing about all of these groups, even if I'm not a part of it, I can see a description of it. So this one says the world's largest business network for senior business people with a passion for rugby. So it's quite odd. It's not something that you'd expect to see in a business a business platform, but you can see the logic behind it because uh, people could be interested in rugby for different reasons. Either they like to watch the game, they like to, um, uh, what do you call it, what I'm looking for, um, pitch in to... Um, build a stadium, rugby stadium, uh, sponsor teams, etc. And you can see the reason why that sort of group exists. But there are over 34,000 members in this group. I'm not too sure how active it is. And I'm not planning to join it either because I'm not really, don't know anything about rugby. <laughs> um, of course, the biggest advantage of joining these particular groups is the ability for you to message the members of that group directly. Uh, if you've, um, and you can, well, if you can measure them directly without having to pay, otherwise you'll have to use your uh, in-mail credits. And just in case you've never heard of in-mail before, uh, it is the, I guess you could call it the currency of LinkedIn, where you pay for a package, a premium package, and you can use up your credits as the month go to send messages to people who are outside your um, what we call your first, second, and third level connections outside your um, your sort of six degrees of separation thingy. Um, okay, which leads me nicely to LinkedIn messaging. So LinkedIn messaging, as the name suggests, is the messaging side of LinkedIn. Of course, you've got your groups, you've got your um, profile, the company page, you're able to post different messages, etc. But you have the, the messaging system. Um, and you can see here, I've included a screenshot. It's really simple. You go into the messaging tab and then you can put in the ad symbol, not ad symbol, yeah, when you're trying to find someone who you, you can message directly. So you just type in their name in the two box and then their name you can choose from the list of, of um, members that pop up. So you can, like I mentioned, you can message someone who is in the same group as you, your direct followers. Uh, you can also, there are some people who have their profile 100% open, so you can message them directly without having to pay, even though they're not in your first, second or third level network. And then obviously there's a famous uh, in-mail credit that I was telling you about. So, if you would prefer um, not to pay with using your credits, you can also have a third option or fourth option even, you can um, see who between yourself, the person you want to connect, sorry, the person you want to um, communicate with on LinkedIn and the persons who are directly connected to you. And what you're looking for is mut what you call mutual, mutual connections. And you can ask for an introduction, which is kind of cool, depending on if people remember who they've connected to and ask them to introduce you. So it's a really like a, a warm handover where one of one of your connections introduce you to a um, someone who is not necessarily connected by to you by um, groups or any other method and you, and you don't want to pay to message them uh, 
um, and it's a very straightforward process. I can discuss this at another time because I'm not covering that in this particular uh, podcast. So there's obviously the LinkedIn search, which is sort of what I would consider the mm, one of the most powerful um, granular search cap- capabilities on a social media um, platform. Obviously, you can search in Twitter and you can search in Facebook, but it wouldn't give you the granularity around the search that LinkedIn can offer you, especially with yeah, Boolean search as well. So I have included a, a screenshot of what the search filters will look like if you're looking for specific people, name, first name, last name, title, people get married, etc. You start to take on their wife's name or their husband's name, etc. Uh, you have, you can give what company they're currently working, what industry, what language they speak, the current company that they work as I mentioned, their uh, past companies, any sort of non-profit interests, the schools they attended. So it gets quite granular and uh, into what it can do. And to be honest, there is even a much more, um, what I would call paid search platform, um, which I can t- discuss at another, at another time. But for those who have the free version of LinkedIn, this is what you get. And to me, that is quite a lot. So I've included a screenshot there. For example, if you decide I'm going to look for um, to connect with all the business owners who are in the jewelry business, who are based in West Palm Beach in Florida. And you just um, put in there jewelry plus owner, um, put in West Palm Beach as your area and do a search. And you see I've gotten the back there 43,000 results which i think is a little bit high i'm not too sure why it's that high um it could be that west palm beach is a lot bigger than i thought it was um but it, it sort of obviously there's different kind of jewelers so you have people who only look after watches people who deal with precious stones people who deal with um what we would tend to call them boutique jewelry so um, all these very famous um designers designer jewelries um those who deal with um crystal etc but 34,000 is is a big number and well if you are into one person who want to sell in the jewelry space then bravo this probably is a good time for you to wake up and have a look at this particular option of doing a search in LinkedIn and coming up with these 34,000 people but there are screenshots there anyway um, in the um, in the blog post or in the show notes so you can see what that looks like so lastly I have actually included uh, in the show notes as well a a side-by-side comparison chart between LinkedIn and Facebook so you can see what you know what's different why they're different what one can offer you over the other so I have things like active groups yes available both on Facebook and LinkedIn I actually find the groups on Facebook a little bit more active but in saying that but um, you cannot really search the group for anyone who's a business owner in uh in west palm beach florida who is in the jewelry business you just cannot do that on facebook but you can do that um search feature of search abilities in linkedin so that's under granular search i've listed linkedin as yes and facebook as no you also have the messaging platform both of them you can message people directly on facebook obviously google sorry google facebook tend to put um, if you're not connected in any way, tend to put it in some sort of um, strange area of possible spam. So one thing that you want to be looking out for. Um, 
but you can message like in the group well you tend for especially when it comes to business to business you tend to pm people directly it's kind of uncouth uh you would have to ask them permission do you mind if i pm you obviously you don't just do that out of the blue if they were advertising I'm looking for somebody to do uh, to be a VA, for example. Then you say, "Okay, I can help you. Can I PM you?" And then you uh, message them that way. Um, High-profile client visibility—that um, is available on LinkedIn. It's not available on Facebook. You know, I say high-profile is like you want to get in contact with the person who owns or who's the CEO or MD. You cannot find that at all in uh, Facebook. You just don't come across that at all. But you do have the ability to see who's high profile in terms of uh, their past experience, etc. On LinkedIn, uh, B2B clients, because everyone on uh, LinkedIn is one business network, whereas on Facebook you just never know who you're going to get. It's better like a potluck situation there. And then you have the ability to share various media on uh, both LinkedIn and Facebook. So that's yes, all wrong. As you can see, LinkedIn has some very clear advantages when it comes to sourcing high-end clients. Um, and if you're trying to decide which platform is best for your business, here are a list of things that you need to remember. So who you're selling to, um, where do they hang out? What is their title? You, obviously you can't look up titles on Facebook, but you can do on LinkedIn. Um, if is your package price somewhere between four, five, or six figures. So in other words, your your, your minimum package could be a thousand dollar product, and that sort of qualifies. But that's the the ticket price you started. Whereas in Facebook, you can sell something for fifty dollars, no problem. But on somewhere like LinkedIn, you you need to have a, a really ideally have a ticket price of a thousand dollars plus um, to make it worth your while because it's not a, a simple, straightforward process to build a brand and you know all of that. But uh, over time, it does pay off. Can you search LinkedIn or Facebook to find that particular ideal client? Uh, is it possible to message them directly with your value proposition? Do you need to build your brand to help them know, like, and trust you? So if, you know, depending on your answer, you would know straight away um, which one of um, the platforms is best for you. And by the way, you can use both of them, no problem. It's just a matter of you getting those questions straight in your head. I wouldn't advise you to build both of them at the same time, um, but it would be worth your while um, building both of them anyway at some point. Like build one first and when you get really good at one, then you move to the other. But start with the one that gives you the better return on your investment. So it's recap time. And so far, as you know, we were looking at LinkedIn versus Facebook in terms of what it offers. We have looked at the LinkedIn statistics, the structure, it's building a brand on LinkedIn. Um, you have your articles, uh, posts, groups, messaging, search, and then obviously the LinkedIn versus Facebook comparison. Um, of course, like I mentioned, there is so much more to LinkedIn that I mentioned here. Um, and I will have to take the rest of it for another day, another day, um, mainly the premium version of LinkedIn. And like I mentioned before, I do offer a LinkedIn makeover package that involves getting you up and running uh, over a five-week period, getting your, your brand noticed. It takes about realistically three to four months um, for you to really um, probably pick up your very first client. Well, not first, very first client, that's probably not fair. Try to pick up a, a sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
for you to pick up a client that you would consider a really good client, so maybe a five-figure client, it will take you about three to four months because people take time to know, like, and trust you. They don't just see your first post and they oh my goodness, you can help me. That's not the way it works on LinkedIn. You need to spend time getting the audience to know, like, and trust you. Um, and I've, I've included a link to the package there, the makeover package, um, for you to take a look and see that's something that you'd be interested in getting help with um, and getting your LinkedIn profile off the ground. So announcements time, remember to subscribe to the podcast um, to get notified when the new one becomes available. Uh, And in case you uh, are now starting off and want to learn how to start your blog, take advantage of a 10-day start your blog on a budget challenge. Um, It covers blogging for beginners, showing you how to become a blogger. It offers blog niche ideas with over 20 plus HD videos. And you can look over my shoulder as I build a blog. Um, one other thing to remember, if you're just, um, if you need help setting up your uh, profile on Pinterest, your business, business, sorry, Pinterest for business account, and you need someone to manage your Pinterest business account on a monthly basis, um, remember to click on the link there to check out my Pinterest uh, VA packages. All right. I hope you found that very helpful and valuable for yourself. Um, any sort of questions or comments, please let me know. What has been your experience on the LinkedIn versus Facebook um, discussion? Um, and feel free to share. And until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.